With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Food for Thought with Billy and Jenny. Brought to you by the Box Center. For more than 15 years, this dining duo has been eating their way through New England. Mixing it up with top chefs, jumping behind the line of the hottest restaurants, and giving you the inside scoop on where to wine, dine, and spend your time. So get ready. It's Food for Thought, giving you something to chew on. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome into Food for Thought. Billy Costa here. And uh, I think you know by now, if you're a regular listener to the show, uh, we do food, we do restaurants, we do hospitality, we also do lifestyle, uh, we do interesting topics. Basically, what I'm trying to say is we mix it up Sunday nights on uh, Food for Thought. And I've got a tremendous guest in studio right now, uh, Jen Bricker-Bauer. First of all, welcome to Boston and welcome to Food for Thought. Thank you. Now, uh, Jen and I were together uh, earlier this week at an incredible uh, fundraiser uh, called Raise the Roof House of uh, Possibilities, which is a tremendous uh, foundation and organization that does so much for so many people uh, that really need it. Do you want to explain it in a couple of sentences? Because, uh, Jen, you were the keynote speaker. <laughs> yes. Well, um, House of Possibilities is its such an amazing organization. I mean, they help people, I think over 300 uh, individuals in, in the kind of Boston, Massachusetts and surrounding areas, Mm -hmm. um, adults and children with different disabilities. And I think the coolest thing for me personally is just that they they basically help them just live a normal life. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it sounds so simple, but I think that's so awesome. And that that can take a lot of effort to just have, you know, if there's a uh, developmental disability or physical disability or whatever that is, whether it's children or adults, that is such a special place, I think, for people to make an entire organization and have galas and fundraisers and get people involved in the community to help other people in the community. And uh, you were the keynote speaker because you have an incredible story to tell. In fact, you travel the world now as a an inspirational speaker, so to speak. And I don't mind mentioning you're also a best-selling author. And, by the way, an acrobat and an aerialist and uh, a state champion. And I could go on and on. It's an incredible story. But I need to mention at the outset, you happen to be born without legs. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing that's one of the other reasons that you were chosen as the keynote speaker, because it is such an inspirational story. Mm, Thank you. Thank you so much. So how did it start? I guess early in life you were adopted. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I saw in your bio, and this part really surprised me, and I probably should mention that your extremely handsome husband, Dominic, is (laughs) in the studios with us as well, uh, shooting a video. And I don't blame him. He can't get enough videos of you. (laughs) You know what I mean? He never gets enough of you. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, so anyway, yeah. So I, I saw in the bio that your sister is Dominic Mociano, who is a multi-medal champion Olympi- uh, Olympian. Mm. How did that happen? Yeah. So there is so much to my life, right? There's never enough time. Um 
Basically, so I always knew I was adopted. I my parents were very open about sure. being adopted. That my biological family was from Romania. That I was probably given up for adoption because I didn't have legs. It was a a very different mindset being sure. raised in communism and the way people look at someone like me in that kind of a culture. And so my parents just said, you know, um, don't don't hate them. Like we, you were our answered prayer. You were supposed to be with us. And the the why of the of why did they give you up is irrelevant because you're where you're supposed to be. And, and by the way, your parents happen to be angels. They, well, they're they're just salts of the earth, normal, amazing people, and that's what makes them so amazing because mm-hmm. they don't see themselves as amazing at all. They're just you know small town kind of. PhD in common sense, which is <laughs> severely lacking now. So, can I yeah. <laughs> can I ask you because you mentioned being born in a communist country? Uh, can I ask you to explain in a couple of sentences, if you could, what was it like um, being born and raised, so to speak, to a certain degree in a communist country? Well, so for you, my biological parents were born and raised in Romania. I was actually born in the States. Okay. Um, but the reason I mentioned that is because that has a lot to do with why maybe somebody would give somebody okay, up yeah. without legs. Because in those cultures, still a lot of cultures present day, um, maybe they would think that the family's cursed or that I was cursed oh, because boy. maybe the family did something or that yeah. I would never have any kind of thing in life. It's really hard for Americans to understand that. It kind of makes us mad instinctually. Sure. Yeah. But it's just people know what they know and um, and it is what it is, you know. And so I think for me, the most powerful way that I think that I can just reach people is just living my life. Mm-hmm. Living my life, doing the things that I love but with the things I was blessed with doing and doing it consistently. You know, it's I don't have to like argue or yell at people or be mad at people or, you know, people say stupid things. Yeah. And I have a fiery, you know, I can get <laughs> frustrated with some stupid things. But at the end of the day, it's just by doing and by showing that I think has made that I see the most impact in people. You know, like you just show them and just. Show them if people don't know or they don't know. But at a very young age, you decided to take up gymnastics. Yes. That must have been a pretty big decision for the time. Well, as a kid, no. It was like I love sports, right? And I had the freedom to do sports. I did softball, basketball, volleyball, and power tumbling, which happened to be my favorite, all with able-bodied athletes. You know, I – I wouldn't have even known that term as a kid. I was just like, I'm doing sports with everybody right, else. Right, you which know? is good. Which is really good. But I did notice the able-bodied athletes, you not only beat them, but you became the state champion. Am I making that up? <laughs> See, I read my notes, Dominic, okay? He, I read he, my notes. He does read his notes. I felt like I knew you before you even walked into the studio. <laughs> well, um, that's good. Thank you. Good research. Uh, but yes, you did become a state champion. Yes, in power tumbling um, and in my division. And then I went to Junior Olympics, which is nationwide. In USTA and AAU, so that's the um, Amateur Athletic Association, sure. United States Tumbling Association, and that's the uh, those are now well, tumbling and trampoline are now in the Olympics. But years ago, that was not; <laughs> those sports were not in the Olympics yet. 
Okay, and I've got to ask you to hold that thought sure. because uh, we have a schedule to keep. We have to take a commercial break. We've got certain bills we got to pay around here. I get it. You know, they never show me the bills. I just know that somebody <laughs> pays them. I think there is it Nick. Uh, Nick down the hall, the controller pays the bills. Uh, we're going to take a break because I want to move on. There's so much to talk about. So I kind of have to fast forward at times. But you went on tour with Britney Spears. Okay, I think we'll go there next. It's Food for Thought. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center and Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites. Hey, guys, welcome back to uh, Food for Thought. Exciting guest in studio right now, Jen Bricker-Bauer. And when we left off, uh, Jen had, well, become a state champion in uh, gymnastics. But then you became uh, an acrobat and an aerialist. And by the way, I want to say right up front, and this bothers me every day of my life, I have never flipped my body. Really? My brother was a great diving champion. He would do two and a halfs and three and a halfs. Just last week, I went to the big Red Bull Cliff Diving World Championships here in Boston, watching these guys dive 90 feet doing flips and twists. And I'm like, I have never I've got a mental block. I cannot flip mm-hmm. my body. No, Jen, I'm not going to ask you to teach me. Uh, but I just wanted to throw that out there. By the way, what is power tumbling? Yeah, power tumbling. So gymnastics, you have four events, floor, bars, beam vault. And um, power tumbling is the floor, you know, in gymnastics, it's big and square. Sure, yeah. Power tumbling, it's a long runway, if you will. Same type oh. of floor, but a runway strip. Just imagine that. And you do, you just do the floor. So like backhand springs, flips, twists, things like that. And you have two passes is what they're called. And, um, and of course, you have levels of difficulty as you do in any. So you have like novice and beginner and you go sure. all the way up to elite. And then um, after elite would be in the Olympics. But, you know. Uh, when did the aerialist part of it take, uh, take shape? Yeah, so that all started in 2008 in Orlando, Florida. I was working at Disney World, and um, I had moved there from Illinois. I was only 19 years old, and then uh, moved at 19, and then by the time I was 20, I'd been there one year. I was going to go into fashion, actually. That was my whole career, whole plan. Then one year into Florida, I had saw all these performers at Disney, and I thought I was getting the itch again. I hadn't been in sports or anything for five years, and Mm -hmm. I was like, I can do this. Somebody just needs to teach me. Ended up meeting somebody who started teaching me, became my partner, and we spent hours and hours of how does a person do aerial silks without legs? Because it's never been seen. It's never been done. There's nobody to ask. So it was just trial by error. So is it kind of – I'm trying to paint a picture. Let's say if you go to a pink concert Mm. and she's flying around and – Zipping up and down and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like that, but without legs. Yeah, yeah. Or if you've wow. seen Cirque du Soleil, you know, you're going to mostly yeah. likely see an aerialist. But um, yeah, so it, it's like that. So it was how do we utilize my strengths? There are things that I could do uh, that you actually can't do with legs, surprisingly. And I was also at the same time, we were creating a trampoline act. And that's what we did on the Britney Spears tour. And it all happened super fast. I mean, nobody wanted to hire me because it went from like, I don't know if we want to put her on a stage in front of people. I don't know, you know, right. to like the next year being on tour with Britney Spears, featured act, 20,000 people, Madison Square Garden, Staples Center, all over North America, all over Australia. And it was like, holy, I mean, it it was, the pressure was unbelievable, you know. So again, was it you and all other able-bodied, and I don't even know if I like that term, able-bodied uh, dancers, aerialists, and everything? Were you the only one, if you don't mind my yeah. asking, without legs? I, oh yeah, I was, on the Britney Spears tour. Yes, 
Yes. So did you have many conversations with Brittany? She must have been <laughs> amazed at your talent. Uh, no, there was not at all hardly any conversations with anybody in her. There was just a, ah. kind of a separation um, for her by her team. Well, shame on her. And well, I don't think it was her necessarily. I think maybe more her team. Yeah. Um, and so it wasn't anything against me personally. It was just everybody really. Nobody was um, around her really in that way. It was just kind of where she was in her life, I guess. And um, – but the tour for me, I was only 21 years old, 20, started at 20, turned 21 on tour. Um, and it really changed the whole career for me because it went from like nobody wanted to hire me. Because, you know, you have to remember, nobody had ever, this was 15, 14 years ago, nobody had ever seen somebody without legs do this stuff. Nobody right. had ever allowed somebody. So you're the pioneer of this. In this space. I mean, yeah, yeah not to like. Uh, like I'm so amazing. It's just that's how it happened. There was nobody before me and it was interesting. And so then after the Britney tour, boom, the whole world opened up literally. And then that was it. I mean, my partner and I had a silk duo and a trampoline duo, like a professional trampoline. So not the backyard like you're thinking, but <laughs> rectangular, <laughs> catching some serious air. Yeah, that we're not talking trampoline park here. No. This is a, I'm trying to imagine <laughs> – the arm strength that it takes for you to do what everybody else does. I mean, I probably couldn't work my way up a rope uh, unless I used my feet. Uh, and most people probably can't. So your arm strength must be off the charts. Yeah. So for silks, it's I'm definitely very strong in my arms. Uh, but silk is your whole body. So I would say my core is, in, is engaged probably equal as my arms. And, but it... What you really should do for your whole body to keep you healthy over the years or preventing, like, injuries is really use your whole body. So if you're lifting, like if you're pulling, if your arm is above your head and you're you're pulling yourself up, you should really engage all your back as well. It shouldn't really just be a pull from the bicep. Is this that core thing they always talk about? It, well, it's core. It's engaging the whole body. It's protecting your body if yeah. you want to do it for the next 10 years. My wife yells at me all the time. Use the core. You're not using the core. Yeah. Lift with your legs, right? Exactly. I wow. always say that's a dominant. So how long were you on the Britney tour? Um, I came in halfway. So I did the, the last half. I did North America and Australia. Wow. So over three months. Wow. Mm -hmm. Were you a Britney fan at all? Did you know any of her music? Yes, of or? course I did. I mean, I grew up in the, you oh, know, okay. with her music. And it, I wouldn't say that I was like a diehard Britney fan, but of course I knew tons of the songs. And, and it was, I mean, it was a production. Oh, God. I, I think mean, I went to that tour. Uh, the circus tour. Is that yeah, the one which yeah. had the boa constrictor in the shower? Uh, that was kind of hot. That was the video, the music video, but not a boa on tour. Oh, okay. Yeah. There were no boas uh, God, on the there tour. Was no snake following <laughs> us around. That's all Ooh. you need is to wake up and there's a boa next no, to you. No, uh, no, no. Do no. you remember the songs that you performed on the tour too? Well, we had our own music that we performed. Ah, okay. So we didn't perform to a Britney song. Okay. Yeah. So basically, there were, um, like, they're called specialty acts, and we all had our own performances, like, not separate, just. Um, the only people who would like perform to a Britney song would be like dancers who were on stage with her while she's singing. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but performers who have like, who are specialty acts, we wouldn't perform to her music. It just kind of doesn't really mix. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so that's how they kind of broke it up. Um, they would have like an opener, like a singer, pussycat dolls, whatever, mm -hmm. 20 minute break. 
Then the countdown would start. Then the tw- then the show started. Was it in fact the Pussycat Dolls? They were with us for a period of time. It was Jordan Sparks. Then there was Pussycat Dolls. Wow, different. Yeah. Now you've been featured uh, so many places. I happen to be a huge fan of Real Sports with Brian Cumble. Mm-hmm. You were on that show. Yes. Uh, what kind of a piece did you do with uh, Brian or one of his reporters? Yeah, did a couple pieces with him and Bernie Goldberg. Um, so first piece aired in 2012. And um, it was all about me and my sister's story, my family, my just kind of the whole story of, of my sisters and I finding each other and um, my parents, because everybody loves them and wants to know about them, of course, uh, tumbling, sports, kind of the whole shebang. Yeah. And then four years later, when my book came out, 2016, um, then they did a follow-up piece. And it was with Bernie again, just kind of what are we? What am I doing now? And he's a and great reporter too. He's great. He does, I love that show. I he's love great. it. They do really insightful pieces. They do a great job. Yeah, it's top notch. It, it really is. I mean, they were great, and Bernie and I became friends. And he's just, um, he's just a cool guy. He's just solid. And how about on twenty twenty? Am I allowed to talk about twenty twenty because we're like a different network? That's okay. It's okay. fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how about the twenty twenty piece? Yeah, twenty twenty. We were with uh, John Quinones, and actually, just today. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A couple days ago came up on my stories that it was 10 years ago exactly with the John Quinones on really? 2020. Yeah, I can't believe that. Uh, that was the very first one. Then it was real sports. And then after that, uh, since then, I mean, it's been ESPN, uh, oh my God. 30 for 30. It's been, you know. Um, all over the world, CCTV did an Emmy, uh, did an, a piece and won an Emmy a couple years ago um, with our story. And it's been all over the world, I think, in that particular one with CCTV, I think, was in over 100 languages. Wow. I think. So it's just kind of wild. And my book has been translated in 11 languages. I was just going to say that. I was going to go there next, as if you haven't accomplished enough, <laughs> done enough. Uh, what an incredible story. You should be so proud, as should your husband, Dominic, and I sh- I'm sure he is. <laughs> Dominic really plays the trombone. Uh, yeah. I love that instrument. He does. I don't think we see enough trombone in the world. I had never, say. like, I was like, he plays the trombone. What is that? Like, what do you, I mean, I knew what it was, but it was so random, you know? <laughs> Okay, hold that thought, okay, because when we come back, I'm going to dive a little bit into yours and Dominic's romantic life (laughs) and where the trombone might fit in. (laughs) There you go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, it's Food for Thought. I'm Billy Costa. We're with uh, Jen Bricker-Bauer, and uh, I also want to talk about the book, and I want you to give people a sense of what your speech entailed uh, earlier this week. Uh, at the fundraiser. So we'll take a break. It's Food for Thought. Billy Costa here. We'll be right back. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center and Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites. Hey, guys. Welcome back to uh, Food for Thought. Again, I'm with Jen Bricker-Bauer. And uh, before we went to break, uh, we were talking about your husband, Dominic. And first of all, how and where did you guys meet? We met in Austria, where he's from. Mm-hmm. I was on a speaking tour with my book. Uh, they speak German there, of course. In my yeah. book, we were... With uh, my German translation of book, I was speaking. He came to an event, bought a book. I signed it super fast. 
Uh, and then about two weeks later, he reached out to me and sent me this really long, insightful message that was very different from any other messages you might get. Yeah. And uh, I thought, who's this guy with the trombone in his you know, profile picture? <laughs> it's really not my type. You know? Well, first of all, Dominic, what you, took you so long? Two weeks? <laughs> yeah, Dominic, step, step up to the microphone. This is Dominic, everybody. And no, don't ask. He doesn't have the trombone with him, okay? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, is it in the car or something or – it's actually here in Boston. We just flew. We just came here yeah. from Austria, and we left it here. Um, actually, a friend of us brought it to Boston. My trombone, so okay. it should be here. So uh, you guys met where? You went to a book signing, and then you waited two weeks. Why did you wait two weeks? Because it took me a while to read the book. Oh, yeah. you wanted to have read the book, of course. Oh, yeah. smart! Move. I finished the book, and I was like, "Wow, I've never met a person." With that kind of perspective for life, actually, and so much life, that, that was really what stood out to me. Yeah. So uh, the proposal, how long after the meeting did the proposal come? After the very first meeting, the proposal came probably eight or nine months later. Now, Dominic, I have to ask this, okay? When you went to propose, I'm sure you had a plan. You seem like a romantic to me. Please tell me you brought the trombone with you. Well, I don't want to disappoint you, but I also ah. sing – so, oh, that's right. You're an opera singer too. That's that's right. And there was a song, and there was kind of our song that just so happened that came always uh, up. When did you sing it at the proposal? So I sang "What a Wonderful World" at the proposal. Can you yes. give me one one verse, just one verse in your operatic uh, voice? Just well, you didn't just look, sing it in an operatic just look way. Jen in the eyes, and just pretend <laughs> we're proposing again. One verse before we go to break. Hurry up, Dominic. We're going to go to break. Go. I see trees of green, red roses too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it okay if I take that home with me? And uh, Absolutely. I'm not going to try to sing it. I'm just going to use your voice. Uh, okay, we're with Jen and now Dominic, her husband, who is an opera singer and a, tr a trombonist. Is there such a word? Yes. Yep, yeah, okay. And uh, we'll take a break. Got to break down the book, if you don't mind, Jen. We'll yep. talk about the book. By the way, translated in 11 languages yep. uh, around the world. And I want everybody to get to hear a section of your speech from the other night uh, for House of Possibilities. So we'll do that right after the break. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center and Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Food for Thought. We're actually having a lot of fun now. Before the break, uh, Dominic, who is an opera singer and a trombonist, is uh, married to Jen Bricker-Bauer, who is an aerialist, an acrobat, an author, a best-selling uh, author. And uh, uh, I was having uh, Dominic relive the proposal. I was hoping he brought the trombone, but he didn't, but he did sing in his operatic voice. And all of a sudden, uh, we went to commercial and I said, I must be such a crushing disappointment for my wife. I really need to get, because you took the song and he changed the lyrics at the wedding yes. and sang it to you with the lyrics coming from his own heart. Yes. Yeah, that that made me cry, and that's hard to make me cry. So, But he got all of us on that waterworks. Honey, I'm going to pick up flowers on the way home. I'm going to buy some of your favorite treats. Oh, oh, and we're going on a trip, honey. We're going to go on a trip. And before we get on the trip, I'm going to learn salsa dancing so I can dance salsa yes. with you because she loves salsa. I like salsa. that. There you uh, go. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the book. It's an absolute uh, bestseller. Everything is possible. Perfect name. Thank you. Thank you. It's just what I really believe. Um, and the cover is me doing a handstand, which is like a, an extended arched over kind of, uh, everywhere I travel, I do, I take a picture of me doing these okay. handstands, kind of yep. become my thing. And, um, yeah, it's been such a blessing. It's been such an interesting journey with the book. 
Um, being a New York Times bestseller was, of course, an unbelievable, amazing thing. But for me, the coolest thing is that it's in all the languages. Sure. That's that's special to me. And that means when you go out on the book tour, you go all over the world. Yeah. A little costly for the publisher, but that's okay. It's <laughs> well, great for you guys. Different publishing companies in different countries. Ah, there we go. Yeah. So that works. Yeah. Um, so the other night, uh, we were at a fundraiser together, uh, Raise the Roof, House of Possibilities. They're doing incredible things. You were uh, the keynote speaker. Uh, for the sake of the people listening now who were not at the fundraiser, give me like a, a, an abbreviated, so to speak, uh, version of what you told everybody the other night. Yeah, so – uh, typically, when I speak, it's it's always about my life. I always change it a little bit differently. But um, at the event, and the thing that I really try to always leave people with every time I speak is just that, you know, we're all here for a reason. Everybody has gifts, talents, and abilities that are specifically unique to us, things we love. Maybe you call them your passions. And that nobody is here by accident. No one's a mistake. No one's here just wandering around purposeless unless that's what they they choose to. But you mm-hmm. don't have to. And it's something that I've seen all over the world that, like, everybody has gifts and talents and abilities that can reach people and touch people's life. That's for everybody. Mm -hmm. That's not just for me. That's not just for somebody on TV or whatever. That's for all of us. And that's a game changer. That that is, like, from black and white to color. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Really living life alive for other people to reach other people to make an impact. And we're all different, yes, but I think there's, there's celebration and diversity of gifts, diversity of talents. Because we can reach people in such different ways. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that just – that gets me excited and that's what I always like to leave people with and what I spoke about at the event, of course. And just to kind of – I don't want to say drill it home, but drill it home in an exciting way to inspire people and to motivate people. And you're in demand basically as an inspirational speaker. Like how often do you do it? Like – well, well, in the last uh, three weeks, it's been multiple times every week. Actually, this whole year, it's it's been multiple. really yeah. So mm-hmm. between that and the book, is, is there still currently a book tour? Is that that stop at a certain point, it, or it's not like it it goes on and off. It's not like there's one set tour like you think of as a tour that is consecutive. It goes on. I mean, we just spent the last three weeks doing basically a book tour through Austria, 
with speaking events. Mm-hmm. And then before that, we were in New York performing, doing – we created an entire performance uh, during all – everything shut down, integrating his musical talents and my acrobatic and aerial, and I taught him how to do aerial. So now we have a brand new piece with completely original piece of music that was composed that we are also performing all around the world as well as speaking. So now you're a duet. Yes. That is so yes. cool. And yes. Oh, can I see that? Uh, Dominic is now showing me pictures. Uh, oh, my goodness. What? Hold on. Okay. So he plays live. We have aerial silks. Oh, my God. Yes. And he knows how to do aerial now, too. Oh, boy. And, and oh, there's the trombone. There's the trombone. So while in the air, like spinning and hanging and pulling and everything, you pick up the trombone, you're actually... Doing silks, Dominic, in a suit, playing the trombone. Where did you find this guy? (laughs) Well, (laughs) you know, I – so the blazer isn't a real blazer. It's a real blazer. But the rest of it that looks like a three-piece suit, we had the costume designed. It's all one piece with the blazer on top. The blazer comes off halfway through. Then it's the whole what looks like a shirt, a vest, pants, and that is then the costume. But it's actually all one piece, all designed. And um, it's it's just incredible. It, it's really a beautiful piece that we're so proud of. We're so thankful for. So uh, are you going to be performing anywhere in the Boston area that people can come see you? Or maybe just give us a website where people can find yes. everything you. Yes. Um, you can – JenBricker.com, JenBrickerBauer on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook. I always update. I usually post every month the events of the month. Mm-hmm. And um, whether it's speaking or performing or whatever. So you can find all things Jen Bricker Bauer anywhere by that name. <laughs> Such a pleasure meeting you guys. Really, thank you so much for coming in. It was great hanging out with you at the House of Possibilities uh, Gala. Hopefully we can do it again yes, uh, next you. year. Jen Bricker Bauer and uh, Dominic Bauer. Hopefully we'll see them on stage together soon in this Boston area. Got to take a break. On the other side, I'm going to be talking to this guy, Tony, who's got a brand new operation in Boston Harbor. It's called Red Top Boats, which is basically Uber by boat. It is so cool. And we'll talk all about it right after the break. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center and Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites. Hey, guys. uh, Welcome back into uh, Food for Thought. We're going to totally switch gears right now. But before this show is over, I will improve your summer on Boston Harbor. Uh, I was at the Red Bull Cliff Diving World Championships about a week or so ago at the Seaport District in Boston. And as I was walking down the ramp to my boat, uh, I ran into a guy named Andrew that I've known for a long time. And uh, Andrew started explaining to me, oh, I've got a new thing going. And he said it's red top boats and we have three or four boats. And uh, they basically serve as Uber on the water. So instead of an Uber car, you can literally go wherever you want on the harbor by boat. So having said that, now I've got the owner-operator of Red Top Boats, uh, Tony Carley, in studio. So you got to thank Andrew for, for putting this Always. together. Andy's all over the place. He's great for us. Uh, how on earth did you start this? And I'll ask the first obligatory question. Uh, do you get any flack back from uh, water taxi guys or anything because you're the new guy on the block? Yeah, there's always, you know, being the third guy in uh, – Providing a little bit different service, I think a, a better service in some sense. But you know, we all work. Careful on the now, way. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> we all uh, 
We all work together. We're all captains. We're all seafarers. Yeah. You know, I know the owners of both companies. And you've got a, a pretty long history on Boston Harbor, right? I do. 25 years I've been out there. Uh, spent four years in the Coast Guard, ran some tugboats, worked for a larger tour company, worked for the city water tax for yeah. years. So uh, I've been out there a while. So. Okay. So let's say hypothetically, if I were leaving the office right now, didn't have my car with me, uh, I'd call an Uber. And then a car would show up and take me where I want to go. Is it different with the boat? Let's say I was leaving right now and I needed a boat to take me somewhere. Obviously, I'd have to be at Boston Harbor. Exactly. You'd be at any location that has a public dock or a marina, really anywhere we can pull into. So Uh, they just call you and you'll send a boat. To exactly. wherever they are on the harbor. Exactly. Are you allowed to dock at all of these various places I on am. the harbor? I have working relationships with all the marinas. Obviously, all the development that's taken place now has public docks. So yeah. We've been very fortunate with the development in Boston Harbor. So there's really nowhere we can't pull into. Um, there's a few places that are run strictly by tour companies. Like I couldn't pull directly into Long Wharf, right. uh, but I can pull into the aquarium. Sure. Uh, Sergeant's Wharf has a taxi, Burroughs Wharf, Battery Wharf. So uh, Seaport is just booming. Uh, we have a relationship with the uh, Seaport Marina. Yeah, uh, Fan Pier. Yeah, Fan yeah. Pier Marina. Chuck Legassi and company. They're, great, uh, they're uh, great partners for me. I keep my boats over in East he Boston. He is a dear friend of mine, Chuck and Ann. Yeah. So, hey, Chuck. Yeah. Hey, Ann. Yeah. I keep bugging Chuck to come on the show, yeah. uh, but I'm piecing together a TV shoot, and I want to involve you guys, and there's a good chance Chuck or maybe Charlie Lerner from Real House and Pier mm-hmm. 6 uh, will be my guide around the harbor, uh, but my plan is for Dining Playbook on Nesson uh, to arrive by air on the seaplane. Oh, that'd be great. And then land and be docked and yep. meet with you guys, jump on the boat with the TV cameras, and we go from place to place around the harbor. Oh, yeah, we'd love to do so that. So we can make that happen. We definitely can. I have a good relationship with Tailwinds. We worked with them last Last season, picking up their folks, we still um, we still help them out now and again. Um, it's a great thing too to see. Well, it's still amazing around. when you see a seaplane suddenly because we never have until the end of last summer, I think. Yeah, they and, started last August. Oh, have yeah. they expanded? Not to not talk about your company, yeah, but okay. uh, have they expanded beyond New York City? Are they doing the vineyard now and they, Nantucket? They haven't started vineyard on Nantucket, but they did start Provincetown. Okay. So they started doing Boston to Provincetown, New York to Provincetown. So they're doing very well. Uh, One of the best times I've ever had on Boston Harbor, we were talking about it off the air, uh, is uh, a bunch of my friends, we went out and we decided uh, we were going to do a bar hop, a restaurant hop by water. Uh, and uh, I paid a flat fee, and I got a boat. I don't know whose boat it was. It was a water taxi, yeah. whatever, but they let us take it for the night. And uh, we legitimately went from restaurant to restaurant to bar to restaurant, and we had music on the boat, like a little boom box. Yeah. I think they still exist somewhere. <laughs> uh, is this something we can do with you? Yes, absolutely. Then that's a great bachelor party idea, a great bachelorette party <clears throat> idea. Yes. I'm just throwing it out there, yeah. okay, Tony? <laughs> um, yeah, we do a ton of those. As a matter of fact, we're, we're booked up. Uh, we book up about three, four days in advance with all of our boats out there doing private charters. Sure. And, and we do exactly that. Last week we had uh, two engagements on there. Uh, one was up the Charles River, a beautiful trip down nice. to the locks, dropped them off at the railhouse. Uh, we did one uh, the day before at um, the Fan Pan Marina. We picked them up, took them for a little tour. It was a nice surprise. The family, everybody's waiting on the other side. Um, so we do that. We do bachelor parties. We do... Uh, bachelorette parties. We do corporate events, small corporate events, outings after works. Um, so, in it's or great. if somebody just needs a ride across the harbor to the airport to jump a plane or something like and that, that's, that's your Uber and that's on the, the water. Uber. So, yeah, to get back to that, you can call us. 
pick us up. Um, we'll pick you up at any dock. We'll take you to the airport. We'll take you down to Lovejoy Wharf, which is behind the garden. Oh, yeah. Um, Alcove, great restaurant. Can Alcove you drop us off at Alcove? Right at Alcove. Okay. Yeah. Oh, since I've got you, Tony, yeah. and you are the guy with all the connections, I keep trying to find out. Is there any transient docking space at Alcove? I know there is the water taxi, yeah. and you know the locks are there, and the state police. Yeah. Isn't there a part of that dock that you could pull up and dock and have a quick dinner? or something? I think you know I'm familiar with your vessel. Yeah, I think no, not the big boat, just an just inflatable. A, yeah, so I think where the water taxi is, where the water taxi dock. Now, yeah. most water taxis, the biggest water taxi in Boston Harbor, yeah, of course, is probably about thirty feet. So yeah, if you just left that room, and we see a lot of dinghies, a lot of little yeah. small boats just tied off to the. So end. you can do them. that. Yeah, no one's going to bother. Wow. With that. Yeah. So you're pretty tight with all the Coast Guard guys. I am being a former Coast Guard. Yeah. I mean, our vessels are Coast Guard inspected. So yeah. That's another important thing we always try to stress. A lot of people. Think like you can just rent a boat and, and bring 20 of your closest yeah. friends. Yeah, well, because you mentioned in passing, you know my boat. Yes. Uh, do they talk about me a lot over there at the Coast Guard headquarters? Just, uh, no, uh, but, you know. I've I, never rammed anybody. Uh, no, and, I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be truthful if I didn't say when we go by and we have local people on board that we don't point it out. Oh, and, am I on the tour? You're on the tour. <laughs> you're on the tour when we head over there. But I will tell you, I've seen you, uh, I've seen you dock and maneuver that boat, and it, it's pretty impressive. So. Uh, I was actually – I brought the boat over to the Red Bull event uh, last weekend. It's tight over there. What a great idea that was. That, it was great to see We spent the night back. Saturday night. The view of the event was yeah. – and by the way, a shout-out to my friend Kristen Canty who owns – uh, Woods Hill Pier 4, oh, the yeah. restaurant there. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you know it. Yep. Uh, she was the media headquarters, so she invited us over, and yeah. she had a beautiful spread. By the way, it is food for thought. you got to get there. Woods Hill Pier 4. It's yeah, what it's where beautiful. Anthony's Pier 4 was, yep. so the spot is just tough to beat. It's impossible yeah. to beat. So, hi, Kristen. Uh, thank you for your hospitality at uh, the Red Bull event. Uh, did you guys do much with the Red Bull event? People looking to hop we did, around? And um, our relationship, obviously, with Fan Pam Marina, because we do the ICA shuttle during the week. Oh, uh, nice. Between the ICA and their watershed exhibit. So we run a regular paid. So if ah. you buy a ticket to the ICA, you can come over to East Boston with their exclusive shuttle service. So and what's the watershed exhibit? Every year they bring it. It's over at Chuck's. Marina, or yeah, in, um, yeah, he's that's his area. latest marina over exactly. East Boston, yeah, right next to the Harbor Fuel, exactly. Yeah, so it's one of those old boat building uh, buildings, and they put you know these amazing you know massive art exhibits in there, and every year they bring in a couple different artists, and nice. bring them over there, so it's an extension of ICA, and. We run them back every 15 minutes during the day, um, so we would go over to Fanpair. So, yeah, we were able to still run in there. Got a little tight in there. Oh, yeah. But, uh, we had our best Andy on the job, so he was getting people in and out. And, well, I saw uh, one of your boats. Uh, are they all uncovered? Do you have any with a tarp in no. case? You know. So the name Red Top. So we have two that are covered. Good. You saw the Boylston. We have the Boylston, the Tremont, and the Alice. Um, the Alice and the Tremont are both covered. Um, so we can run in the winter. We actually kept the Alice in last winter, so we run year-round. Uh, do you ever take people over to, uh, you know, the tall ship? I don't think it's opened yet. Uh, yeah. uh, Charlie ran into it. Well, the city kind of messed up on the license again, so they had to reapply. Um, so do you ever get people that just want to be brought over to the tall ship? We do. And, um, and Charlie himself runs a nice shuttle from Pier 6. He to certainly does. To there. He does a great job. Very similar boats to what we run. But we do. We get a ton of requests. And a lot of times we'll get requests now with it not open that people don't know it's not open. So yeah. we bring them to the rail house farm. And- 
Well, it's also good to take a trip across the harbor and just get a close-up look at the tall ship because oh, that's an is. incredible story. It is. Uh, uh, Charlie bought it. It was a Canadian tall ship, AJ. And uh, Charlie Larner, who owns a real house yeah. and owns a Pier 6 in, in Charlestown, uh, went to Canada and bought – who buys a tall ship from another country? And he had it tugged all the way to Boston, and it now sits on the pier. Yeah. If you're in Boston looking out on the water, you see it out there. And it, yeah. it opened last summer, Amazing. and it was packed overnight. And they've got a giant, like, concourse yeah. where they have food trucks and yeah. uh, cornhole games and do. exercising and yoga classes. Yeah. And it's right in the middle of all those new condo and it's apartment. To, to see what they've done. Boy, there. I feel like I'm a tour guide now for Boston Harbor. All right, we're going to take a break and talk more. And you know what? Just for the sake of the listeners and for you, AJ, my producer, I'm going to design with Tony your perfect night with friends on Boston Harbor. We'll do that right after the break. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center and Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites. Hey, guys, welcome back to Food for Thought. I have never done this on the show. I don't think I've ever done it anywhere, but I'm going to do it right now on Food for Thought. First of all, Tony, you can appreciate this. I always say to people, you're shocked at how many people have lived in Boston their whole lives and have never seen the city from the water, mm-hmm. have never been on Boston Harbor. We are such a magnificent port city. Yeah. You have to get out on the water and see the city from the water, especially at night, all lit oh, up. It's amazing. Okay, so we're going to design the ultimate night with friends That's or perfect. family or bachelor or bachelorette party or engagement yeah. party, whatever, okay? You're going to go to Fan Pier. Uh, you're going to book one of Tony's boats, okay? Mm-hmm. We'll start there. Yeah, uh, so what number do they call to do that, or where do they go for the website? Uh, 617-982-3298, and uh, easiest is at Red Top Boats on Instagram. And they can ask for Tony or yeah, tell him you heard us. it on Food for Thought. I've definitely heard it on Food and for Thought. And start right there uh, at yeah. Fan Pier. Get yourself a cocktail, maybe a couple of oysters at yeah. Woods Hill Pier 4. Exactly. Ask for Kristen. She's a yeah. lovely lady. Uh, and, okay, so now we're going to leave Fan Pier, and we're going to cross – no, we're going to go a little bit further up harbor. We're going to go to yep. Liberty Wharf, exactly. where they have a giant legal uh, harbor side. We have legal harbor side. We have Tesmacal. Yeah. We have um, seventy-five state. There, you, seventy-five chestnut or is seventy-five chestnut? I think legal yeah, and Tesmacal yeah. are enough. Exactly. Oh, the yeah. steakhouse too. Yeah, Del Frisco's Del up Frisco. Del Frisco. Okay, yeah. so you're going to stop at Liberty Wharf, spend yeah. about a half hour, get a drink at each place, a yep. couple of apps, bada-bing, bada-boom, you do it, you're gone, you get back exactly. on the boat. Now we're leaving Liberty Wharf. Are you listening, folks? Take notes. We're leaving Liberty Wharf. We're going to cross the harbor, go to Real House. Perfect. And you got you can drop them off right at the dock. Absolutely. Walk right up the ramp, go to Real House. It's a beautiful outdoor bar, one of the nicest out, outdoor bars Easy. I've ever seen at Real House. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you sit there, you have a drink, you listen to some music, you mix and mingle, uh, maybe Maybe a couple of apps or, you know, maybe share a few entrees, whatever. Now you're going to go back down the ramp, right? You're going to get back on the boat. You're going to leave Real House. And uh, we're going to cross over to what, Pier 6? We can go to Pier 6 or we can cut directly across and do the sail loft. Ah, we'll go the sail loft. Sail loft. So now we're cutting across. And where do you pull in for the sail loft? The uh, Yacht Haven. Okay. Oh, Yacht Haven, where I was married. Yacht Haven Inn. I I forgot about Yacht Haven Inn. It's perfect. Oh, my God. Hi, Jack. (laughs) Uh, I got married there October 1st. We already rebooked the whole inn for our first anniversary, October 1st. All 10 rooms. By the way, another great location. If you've got people coming in from out of town, 
Yacht Haven Inn, yeah. one of the best kept secrets in the city. Beautiful yeah. rooms. Again, Magnificent. people don't even know. People from Boston don't even know it's there. Don't even know it's there. People living here. Eight age, you ever hear of it? Yacht Haven Inn? Only when you talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I got married there. Yeah. Uh, okay. So now we're sh- going to dock at Yacht Haven Inn. Quick drink and a nap at Sail Loft. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we're going to leave Sail Loft, cross the harbor again to Real House. Well, we no, we've the, already been to Real House. Yeah, we're going to go to Pier 6. six. Yep. Uh, Pier 6 in Charlestown. Yep. On the way, you're going to pass the Constitution. You'll pass the uh, the Coast Guard headquarters. Yep. You'll see the Zakem Bridge all lit up. This is a party. It is. And they can do whatever they want. Those are yeah. just suggestions. Yeah. And, but you'll do any itinerary they want. Exactly. This or, is a great one, though. Or, again, just use uh, Red Top Boats as an Uber on the water. Yeah. Even if you have to get to one of these locations, you don't have time to do this. You reach out to us, we'll come pick you up and swing you to one of these. I told you at the top of this segment I was going to change. I was going to improve your summer in Boston on the harbor, okay? I just did yep. with the help of Tony. Yeah. Uh, Tony, Carly, great to see you. Say hello yeah. to Andrew. Absolutely. I will definitely see you down there in the docks. We're yeah. going to book a boat as soon as we possibly can. Absolutely. I may do it Father's Day weekend. Oh, that's great. Ooh, Father's Day weekend, Give which, by the call. way, is a long weekend, Juneteenth. We get Monday off. Yeah. On June twentieth, God, I'm excited. Yeah, boy, I love doing this show. Yeah. Tony, thanks for coming in. Billy, thanks for AJ, having me. AJ, thanks for producing. And uh, up next, sixty minutes. <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.